Hey everyone, what's up? Icebox Pod, episode 88. This is the post-national episode. We are excited to get into it. Matt is back. I was never at the national. Matt was there, what, five days? Is that what it was? Um, Three. Three days. Okay, still still a lot, still enough to be tired, but he is, he is fighting through and here to give us the updates. Matt, how are we today? Good. Yeah, excited excited honestly the national was a lot more um like exciting there was like more deals than i thought there was going to be so even though i'm obviously exhausted from it and from like all the late trade nights i'm pretty pretty energized as far as like overall um like market thoughts go and hobby goes yeah all the vibes going in seemed pretty good. It seemed it seemed like there was a lot of collector energy. A lot of collector buying energy that maybe last year was not there. Like, you know, people that weren't just there running who, you know, do cards for profit. It seemed like there were a lot of guys who just bankroll, just toss new money in left and right to build collections. It seemed like they were interested in buying. How 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 did it go overall? I mean, what were the thoughts from your perspective, just in general? Yeah, I thought it was it, it was good. Um, it's just like any show; some dealers are way overpriced, and you look at a couple cards on the booth, see the prices, and move on. And then some dealers got into stuff right, and so they can be fair on it. So it's just. Yeah, just like any other show, really. Like, I don't really understand when some people are like, oh, this national sucked. Like, everybody was overpriced. It's like, no, like, some dealers are just like any other show, but I thought most of them were fine. Yeah, it was. I will say it was interesting. Just, I think you might be interested in this, especially. I saw no hockey. Like there yeah, was, I heard there was almost nothing. I like, I think I saw maybe a couple like Crosby cards, and that was like it. I mean, and then obviously like a couple Gretzky's, you know. Um, but yeah, there was like no hockey because obviously I was looking for that flurry card. Yeah. Well. I appreciate the hunt. I heard that there was none of that. Also saw on a story that there was almost no F1, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, there was. I don't remember any F1. I remember there was one guy at the Card Collector 2 trade night who had probably like 30 of the best George Russell cards I've like ever seen. Holy cow. And that was that was like it for F1 that I saw. Just this one guy with this elite George Russell PC. Yeah. But also, disclaimer, there's no way I made it through the whole show. Yeah, I heard it was bigger than prior years. Oh, I bet you it was at least one and a half. That's the number I'd heard being tossed around, one and a half. Yeah, I would say at least. I mean, that's an enormous, enormous difference. Yeah. Yeah. So how what used to happen is you used to walk in the main doors. The national was to the left. 
And then to the right was the general admission line. So you got in the line, it kind of snaked all around and then went to the doors. But that spot where the line like snaked all around was tables now. Oh. So you had to go up an escalator, go into these like this big room and then go down an escalator to get into the show. Interesting. So it's actually really inconvenient because there's just like thousands of people waiting for like two single like escalators going down once the show opened. Definitely not ideal, but I mean, it's worth it to make the show bigger, I guess. I'm I'm glad to hear, though, that it sounds like the show was pretty big. I mean, I assume attendance was good. That seemed to be the general sense that attendance would be good. Yeah, attendance was crazy. I mean, you it's could, in a good location too. Yeah, like you could barely walk through like aisles sometimes. It was packed. Really, that busy. Yeah, the only the one thing that was horrible was the um. So this would have been Friday. Two out of three of the AC units broke, and no joke, it felt like it was like ninety five in there. That's a brutal. That's brutal. Sweat was, dripping onto the showcases. No, it yeah, it was bad. I mean, I I left for lunch, um, just to walk across the street and grab something. And I, I walk into the restaurant, and it felt like it was like negative ten in there, just because it was <laughs> normal temperature. It it was crazy. And then Saturday, they ended up fixing them or whatever they did and it was fine but friday was brutal it was so bad that'll take it out of you good for uh water sales at the national though yeah they fleece you on water there there's no i'm sure they do maybe it was all maybe it was all part of a trick (laughs) maybe they weren't really broken yeah we can start the water conspiracy you ever wonder how they got fixed so fast yeah yeah, it was nuts. And the food there is so expensive. Yeah, that's why you had to go across the street. Yeah, I went, so including tip, I went and got three um, steak, like filet sliders. Mm. And then a huge side of fries from like a nice steakhouse for 24 bucks. Sounds pretty and then, good. And then the Saturday... I was had so much stuff to do, so I didn't want to go. So I just got tacos. And it was the no joke. They were one bite each tacos. It was like three bites. And it was $15. What? Yeah, it was insane. The food was so... I mean, I knew it was going to be that way going into it. But yeah, it was so like that made going across the street and getting like a nice steak look like a steal. Yeah, it does sound like a steal. Get something infinitely better and larger. Yeah, and for just 10 more dollars. I mean, yeah, it was the price of two two bite-sized tacos. Yeah, it, it was it was not good. But yeah, overall show it was I mean, I thought it was I thought it was good. I don't I think I think my mindset is 
people are obviously buying there and people are obviously making money there. Yeah. So if, I think both of those yeah. are definitely happening. Yeah. So if other people are doing that, it's like, why can't I? Like, that's how I kind of went into it. Cause some people are like, Oh, it's impossible to buy. Like everything's overpriced. And it's like, if everything was overpriced, no money would be made. No cards would be sold. And so there, something must be happening. Like there must be some opportunity. I I feel like there had I feel like there could have been potentially for dealers based upon the vibes that I got. It seemed like if you were a dealer with a table or making the rounds at a big trade night or something like that, seemed like tons of potential compared to like say Atlantic City because it seemed like there were a lot more end consumers in the room than there used to be. And I feel like they helped take some of this stuff out of circulation, put some new cash into the ecosystem. So it's not the same guys swapping the same cards back and forth with, you know, no new cash really coming in. Yeah, I think that was 100% the case. I mean, Atlantic City just sucked because, one, it's Atlantic City. Two, the market was so bad then. Yeah, you it know, was really a perfect storm of bad events. Yeah, peak COVID, you bought, I went to a show, bought something, and by the time I got home, there was a higher comp. In Atlantic City, if you bought something, by the time you stickered it and put it in your showcase, there was a lower comp. Yeah, it was just a bad time. Yeah, so it was just an all-around, yeah, bad timing, bad place. I think Chicago is the best place for it, and I don't even think it's close. Um, and then I think the market is just way better now. It's so much more reasonable. Yeah, it, it's, it's actually, I thought things were maybe going to go lower than they were, but I things are pretty steady nowadays. I mean, yeah. it's kind of back to it's kind of back to predictability of like circa 18, maybe not 19, because 19, you really are starting to ramp up. But like maybe circa 2018, you know, you're kind of close to that level of predictability, but the floor is just higher. You know, yeah, stuff, I... stuff goes down, stuff goes down. But, you know, maybe you could have seen that going down, you know. Yeah, but or a player gets hurt or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I think for most cards, like we've probably hit the floor. Yeah, but besides, like the obvious, like somebody tears ACL or something. But like something that for the last twenty years we would have looked at something similar and said, I don't know how that'll hold up. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't know. Everything just seemed like so reasonable. It was kind of a. Uh, Still just like an interesting show. Um, like I bought two. It, it's it takes use to like seeing new prices. Like I got two LeBron Tops Chrome um rookie tens. And my I split them with my brother, and he's like, Man, like I don't even really want this card, like I just want to buy it and flip it. But he's like a year and a half ago. It was like my dream to own one of these. And like we yeah. just we just bought two of them. And yeah. we didn't even really think about it. Like we were just like, oh yeah, numbers make sense. We'll do it. Like it wasn't like a dream card situation. So it was just 
Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, and I think that's where you're talking about a lot of end consumers. Like, if you want this, like Curry Auto or LeBron Auto or whatever, you're probably looking at a table and you're seeing a sticker and you're like, oh wow, that's yeah. actually not bad. Especially if you rolled into town in the last three to four years. Yeah. If you came into town in the last three to four years, your primary activity then was collecting. And you just see stuff now. And, and I mean, you can put yourself in their shoes and you just see it now and you're like, well, this is like the cheapest this has ever been, you know, is the perspective of someone who came like three years ago. Right. On a lot of this stuff. You make a good point, though, about the changing benchmarks of, like, what is desired that has changed over the last two years. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, there's a lot more desire for, like, the rare inserts, the rare. Um, I mean, aside from national, like, there was a, I forget what it was, but there was a super strong sale on a LeBron champions portraits on eBay the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, it was way higher than I thought I was going to be. It was going to be. And that's one I still have. So, um, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised about that. But even at the show, like, I would notice, like, even standing, because you're so packed in. So you can see what the people next to you are, like, inquir inquiring about. Yeah, sure. And, like, I'd stand in a booth, and there'd be, like, all these cards, all these, like, nice NBA cards. But then, like, the person's asking about um, the champion's portraits, Curry. Mm. Out of all these, like, nice autos and stuff. And then the person's asking about, like, the 2013 Gala out of 79, which I had the LeBron, but I sold it. Like, there was a bunch of people asking about that of Curry. And, like, just all these inserts, like, People were asking about Galactics. P people were loving Kabooms there. I I think the Kaboom has pretty has has actually cemented itself. I will be the first to say I was anti the Kaboom. I the Kaboom is I think here to stay. Obviously, the older years will be more desirable because of print runs, but the Kaboom appears to be legit. Yeah, yeah, I th I I agree. It, it does seem like the kaboom appears to be legit it's gonna be yeah i don't i don't know what to think about that i mean it it does seem like the kaboom is here to stay so and i'm shocked by that i would have i was firmly in the opposite camp like if you'd asked me to place money on it i would have said this like in in like late 21, early 22, when the wheels started to come off the bus, I'd be like, this kaboom is donezo. This is not going to work. But here we are. Yeah. I think for me, I was always pro first year kaboom across yeah. all sports. And then pro NBA second year. Because NBA second year, they like super short printed. Yeah, that's one there's um, like none of. But what I was wrong was... The and I, I still don't think the later years will be great long term, but the later years are really holding up in terms yeah. of value and people really searching those out. I mean, I see 
at least a couple posts a day on Facebook buying downtowns and kabooms. Yeah. I mean, that's what the downtowns also hold a lot of value. Yeah, they do. It's yeah. I don't, I I was really wrong about the downtowns. I thought kaboom was going to smoke downtown and I still think kaboom has the edge over downtown long-term, but people are liking those downtowns. Yeah, they do. Well, I, I I'm thinking mainly of the football ones. Yeah. Even I, when I say this, I don't know why the football ones are what's in my head. The basketball ones are also do pretty well and are arguably a more premium style of card because of the way they're distributed in one and one these days. Yeah. But it's, I've talked to a lot of collectors and you know, I, I, it sounds like it, it's been my experience. It's been the experience of others that those cool cards, like those cool cards that you took for granted were floating around back and forth, back and forth, back and forth in 20 through 22 now are not doing that you have to wait a long time and look long and hard for anything numbered that's like semi-desirable not printed in the last two years let's say and numbered to 25 or less like if it wasn't printed in the last two years so it's not just floating around you know right whereas you know we probably used to sit on here and say is 25 even that rare you know because these things come up all the time, but it's just it's just so interesting how the dynamics have changed. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I I'm I like where everything's at right now. Do you have any good buys at the show? Favorite buy that you still have, and favorite buy you've already sold? Um, could be big dollar. Could just be different. Cool. I got a like really, a, I got a really nice Herbert NT. Oh, that one with that throwback design. Yeah, I. Yeah, that thing was pretty sick. Yeah, that was a immediate flip, and which I knew I got that for a good price. That I, thing looked awesome. Yeah, I got. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I got into that like really good, and then yeah, just I think I just I just sold it today, so I got flipped that one pretty fast. Um, I mean, my favorite, my favorite buy was probably the LeBron Eternal, probably. Yeah, that Eternal is sweet. I mean, I've never, I've never seen a gold. So I don't think I've ever seen a gold either. What's it numbered out of? Um, 50. 50? That's pretty nice. Yeah. The base is like 275-ish, right? Yeah, and then the purple that I sold is out of 99. Okay. Yeah, I so, also have never seen the gold. Yeah, so it made sense. So after consignment fees, I pretty much upgraded my purple to the gold for $600. That seems like a good price. Yeah. I think the patch, I like the patch on this gold more than I like the patch on your purple, too. Yeah, and this is probably a conversation for another pod, but I'd rather have PSA 9 than BGS 9.5. Well, well, for a thick card. On that 100%. card. Yeah. Oh, on that card, 110%. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know if I agree with you on a chromium or paper stock. Right. Yeah. For right. I, but on a card like that, a PSA nine is substantially harder to get than a BGS nine five. Yeah. Like there's no doubt in my mind that that would cross to a nine five, but the nine five that I had, there's no doubt in my mind that that was like a PSA seven or an eight. Yeah. It's really easy to go from like a BGS nine or nine five down to the six or seven range. Yeah. Well, like, here's a crazy stat. I, last week we were talking about I want a Brady. Well, I wanted. I got one. A Brady, oh yeah. Yeah, Brady contenders in, um, PSA slab. Yep. So I was talking to a collector about it, and kind of explaining my reasoning. Like PSA grades the card harder. Um. So why pay up for like a higher BGS grade when you can get the same quality of card in a PSA slab for less? Yeah. And I didn't know this, but they said there are more BGS 9 contenders than there are PSA number grades. Dang. Just I mean, just because it was in vogue at the time, I guess. But yeah, so he and, like that's insane. Yeah, and he was saying the BGS nines that are getting crossed to PSA are they're not even getting sevens, they're getting fours to sixes. I believe it. I mean, PSA PSA is pretty. I mean, that card is also highly scrutinized, but yeah. on like scrutinized cards and thick cards, PSA grades pretty tough and. Yeah. BGS does not grade very tough. No, that's what made me feel pretty good about buying my seven is I saved 14 grand. That's the price difference between a PSA seven and a BGS nine. What? And yeah, I I mean, I'll, I'll just say it. I got my seven for 18,000. That seems pretty good. Yeah, I, it's it's worth like probably 23 right now. But you're telling me that a nine is 35 yeah it's like 32 to 35 i really don't understand how that's appealing at all yeah that's why like when i posted i was looking for brady contenders i got offered bgs nines left and right and i was like i do not want this card because there's so many of them too yeah i mean you know i spend that much but you know i'm always one to say I prefer just sometimes a slightly lower grade just to save a lot of money. But yeah. that's not even what's at play here for me. It's just that, no. I mean, I think we're talking about a pretty comparable card condition-wise. Wow. I, I It really baffles me the respect that the BGS gets there. I don't feel yeah. that it's probably warranted at all. No, and it's not going to be long-term. No, it, it, the ship is sinking. Yeah. It'll it'll switch, and that's why I was kind of kind of ready to get one. I want to be a, a ahead of that switch, obviously. With so few in the PSA pop report, that's interesting. Yeah, I only saw two sevens at the whole show, and I didn't see any grades higher. I'm not surprised that some of these are so beat, though. Like, no, the release year, it's not a big card, so no, it's probably a. Two dot two to five dollar card. Yeah, so so they're getting treated like a two to five dollar card would today. Right. Wow. So that's a pretty exciting pickup. 
Yeah, I'm so happy about that. And the auto is so nice because that's the third one I've owned, and it's by far my favorite auto. Yeah, that matters. The autos on that can be kind of variable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't – it's a 9 auto, but to be honest, I don't really know why it got a 9 auto. And um, I was fine with a 9 auto. I just didn't want an 8. Yeah. Eights on an auto grade sink them pretty low. Yeah. Interesting that the autos all have, are, you know, are so tough to get the good grades on too. Well, that's another thing is BGS is so easy on auto grades, but PSA murders them. Yeah, PSA is much tougher. Yeah. Hmm. Do you see many of those at the show? Brady contenders? Yeah. No, probably less. Really? Than, I mean, less less than 10 for sure. Probably like, I'd say it's probably five would be my guess. Including the one I bought. Oh, I mean, that's not a ton. It could be a lot more. I mean, that's not a ton, a ton. No, the most. Well, the most common cards, obviously the Jordan 86 Flair. I mean, yeah, I assume that thing had to be all over the show. Floor. Oh, I mean, there's hundreds of those. Um, and you know what card is actually really common at that show, but still cool, is 52 males are all over the place. I was going to say, I was about to ask you, more 52 males or the, more 52 males or the, uh, the Brady, but the 52 males is way more in existence. Yeah, I would say, I'd say I saw probably 30, 40, 52s. Dang. Because, I mean, there's I, there's vintage guys that'll just have, like, 10 at their table. Yeah, that's what I was telling you. It's like that show oh. in Pittsburgh where there's, yeah. the, there's like, even – and then this is on a much greater scale, but, yeah, guy just has three of them on his showcase. And you're like, well, you probably saw some cool Jackie stuff, too. Um. Yeah, there was there was actually some really nice 48s. But yeah. When you go to shows like this, sometimes just these awesome vintage cards come out. Yeah. Oh, I was going to tell you this. This is probably one of the cooler things I saw. So I was at a table. And this guy kind of like sets his bag in front of him. It's like reaching in it, kind of like digging around. Pulls out like a wadded up shirt. And he just like unwrinkles it, like lays it on the table. And... It was Messi's uh, game-used jersey from the last World Cup. What? Yeah, he had two of them. From, like, the World Cup that, that they won? Yeah, like Qatar World Cup. He had two gamers? Yeah, one was from the World Cup. One was from something else, I forget. But, yeah, he was from, like, Europe. And he's like, yeah, like, just kind of showing them around. And they Jeez. had like they had like dirt all in the back of them and stuff, and it he was just crazy. had them in a bag. <laughs> yeah, he just had them in his backpack walking around, Dude. like no protection on it or anything, just like wadded up, like you treat like your gym shorts or something. That's wild. Yeah, it was insane. I like couldn't I couldn't believe it. I mean, that's a huge piece of memorabilia. Yeah, I mean that's. Like, I don't even know how you get that. 
Like, I don't even know. How does one even get that? Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, that's like museum piece. Yeah. But yeah, somebody on Instagram posted it. I wish I would have saved it, but yeah. You know, now that you say it, I think I saw someone post on Instagram something about a messy jersey, but I didn't really give it too much attention because I was, you know, I just, I'm not that interested in messy, so I just passed along. But maybe it was that. The story there is absolutely wild. Yeah, it's yeah, it was so it was just so random. Like I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. That's awesome. Yeah, I kind of wish I would have asked to take a picture with it or something. Honestly, yeah, that, that's sick. I I've got to tell you, Matt. Seeing all the YouTube videos, seeing all the posts. It's mostly the pictures of the show floor being packed, crowded with cool tables. Man, I'm, I'm definitely the FOMO. Definitely miss, missing out. You need to go next year, Cleveland. I know. I'm I'm worried I could be out of town for the one that is at an extremely, extremely convenient location. Yeah. I real I I'm hoping for it. I really really want to go the national just honestly if you can't you should try to go to the like east coast national <clears throat> i would try something like that i just want to see it i just want to see a big show yeah maybe maybe next year i because i'd honestly mm-hmm. like to go to the east coast national too oh that could be kind of fun meet up at the east coast national yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. It's, I would bet the East Coast National is pretty big. I would imagine. Sounds like fun to me. I definitely want to get to in these big shows with just some cash to spend on some cool cards because it looks like there is just so much. Wait, how far are you away from like South Bend? Five. Oh, okay, so pretty far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'd be I nice. might. I could maybe make it out for the winter. The winter shipsy, that November shipsy. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. The November shipsy is in play. Yeah, that would be sweet. That's always a, a fun show. Yeah, that does sound pretty fun to me. Um, who knows? Maybe I will go for it. That does sound pretty fun. Yeah, but, yeah, Matt. Anything else you want to add? We're we're now on cheap Zoom, so we we're we're timed. But is there yeah. anything else you want to add? I think that's, I think that's all. Overall, good national, good uh, pretty good experience. Can't complain. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I I'm energized about cards. I wasn't even there. I'm sure you're energized as well. Yeah, and, yeah. So we'll be back hopefully next week. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. We'll fire off some more content then. Yeah. We'll see you guys then.